0: Hey, sir, we are These Are Bad Movies. I'm Amanda Ferriante. And I'm Amy Bell. And we're inviting you cordially to listen to this episode about the movie Divergent. I, uh...
1: You threw me off so <laughs> bad with that stupid <laughs> intro that you had just then. I mean, what was that supposed to be? We cordially invite... No! This is a bad movie. Okay. There's no cordiality here.
0: Well, just because the movie's bad doesn't mean we have to be rude.
1: Yeah, but we're going to be. Well, maybe. All right. (laughs) Have you seen Divergent? I have, yes. You have? Okay. Have you read the books? No. (laughs) Okay. I've read the whole book series. Why? Because I worked in a bookstore when they came out. Okay. Okay. And they were like a big deal. And it was like, you know, there was this time in the late 2000s where the dystopian YA novel was just all the rage, right? Mm -hmm. And Divergent really kind of took the number two place next to Hunger Games. Yes. And I think uh, it's a very distant second place to Hunger Games.
0: Yeah. Although I did read some of the ugly series. (laughs)
1: I don't know the ugly series. Oh,
0: it's dystopian, but based on, like, you're born and you have, like, you look normal, but, like, when you come of age, you get to have, like, all the cosmetic changes you want, and then you're young and hip and cool, and then you reach a certain age, and you go to the glue factory. (laughs) And, like, trying to fix that society.
1: (laughs) Okay. So <laughs> I, I will say this. I enjoyed the dystopian fiction uh craze when it happened because uh it wasn't so romance heavy. It was very uh more action oriented. Yeah. You started to see the female protagonist, action hero um yeah. come out. And I really liked all those things. Um and I Just kind of set the realities of the world building aside (laughs) for the kind of like storytelling, fun action parts of it. So I really liked the Divergent series when I read it. Mm. Uh, I didn't like it as much as Hunger Games. Hunger Games was always better, but I remember really liking Divergent. And from my perspective today, I have concerns about me.
0: <laughs> I've had concerns about you for a while. <laughs> I'm glad we're we're starting to be on the same page. <gasps> this is good. This is progress. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're learning things about ourselves and mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I uh I have a lot of bones to pick with this movie, (laughs) and I'm going to be picking those bones from the perspective of someone who once did very much enjoy it.
0: Which is like always the strongest position to come from, in my
1: opinion. Yeah, because you get like really ragey that like, how did you hoodwink me into liking this garbage?
0: Yeah, well, and and that's been my, my position on the hill, looking down at everyone else. On Star Wars, uh huh, is oh I did like it, and now I'm better than you, <laughs> cause I know the truth. <laughs> See, like Obi Wan, oh looking oh, down oh, oh, is at Anakin, this the cordiality I that have you were the high ground. In the Oh,
1: are we <laughs> so cordially inviting people now?
0: Well, I mean, it is a trap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh. I'm really excited to talk about this movie, but we do need to watch it first. Yes. Because it's probably been a minute since you've seen it. Several, several years. I watched it last night. I know you did. I'm going to watch it a second time because I'm going to really solidify all the crap that I have Mm. to say about this. You do make choices. I make... (laughs) (laughs) You've made similar choices before, okay? Yeah,
0: but not with this one.
1: All right. Well, let's do it anyway,
0: okay? Okay. All right. and we're back we watched it and that yeah you know that movie is worse
1: the second day in a row really i can't imagine (laughs) i mean i watched it yesterday i was like this is bad today i'm like how is this a movie (laughs) well
0: now i do feel like we're on the same page that's actually probably harsher than my actual feelings on it, but agreed. Yeah,
1: yeah no, try watching it again tomorrow I'm and not, see, how, I'm not <laughs> see how your feelings are I'm not going to.
0: I, I try to make good choices. Uh,
1: all right, yeah. So, shall we do the plot? Sure. You're intimately familiar with it. Yeah, okay. So, Beatrice Triss, is she decides to be called later, is a young woman in a dystopian future society that takes place in Chicago. That's all kind of like bombed out and weird. And she is living with her parents and brother who are like uh, very uptight about things. And they're one of the factions, and there's five factions. This is not even interesting to talk about. No. Like, <laughs> it's really <laughs> it's not so
0: bad. And
1: all right, outside so of is- the
0: five factions, you also have these two other groups. Yeah, so there's seven groups in total.
1: Right. So the factions are um, boring. Slytherin. Ab. Puff. <laughs> Abnegation, pretty, not can- pretty. Candor, <laughs> the
0: science ones.
1: <laughs> erudite dauntless, and
0: amity. And then we have the special specials and the homeless.
1: Yeah, the divergent and the factionless. uh anyway, she goes to the sorting hat, which is a chair with a scary serum. They hallucination party
0: high a lot.
1: Yeah. And then judge them for it.
0: Yes. <laughs> really. Harshly. And if you handle the trip too well, then they'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's kind of it. So if she, you can hold your drugs,
1: they'll they don't kill you. In this society, <laughs> yeah. you're right out. Uh, so she goes to do the sorting hat test and uh she's told she's very special yeah she's so special because she could be classified of actually three out of the five things and that makes her kind of scary special and that maybe she's in danger and that she should sneak out the back so that she's not caught being special as though they're not recording the results which they've said that they're recording I cannot imagine this was written by a particularly intelligent person. Um,
0: well, more many hands make light work.
1: I suppose so. So she goes home like, ah, I'm not going to tell anybody that I'm a freak. Right? And then the next day, this is so boring. She goes to the sorting hat ceremony thing where they have to cut their palm with a knife and bleed into the group that they want to belong to so for the rest which, of their which lives
0: and some bowls full of stuff and then just a bowl full of bloody water like nothing is actually done with the physical symbolism of them joining a particular group
1: As far as I'm aware. Look, they can have their weird ceremonies as far as I'm concerned. I don't really have much of a problem with that. Go bleed into a bowl and everybody claps. I suppose. It just seems like... I mean, we do weird stuff in our culture.
0: We do. But I can, you know, maybe come up with a reason why. Maybe. (laughs) If I think about it. In this instance, it's like...
1: Well, because faction over blood... In that one instance, that's what they say to them,
0: oh yeah, okay, they do say that,
1: yeah, so they're moving their blood into that faction, which again doesn't exactly follow <laughs> the little idiom that they've set up in this world
0: i think I would think if you were doing that, like you'd let someone lick it or something, <laughs> like <laughs> like
1: <What>? if- <laughs> Jesus. At least Amanda's not <laughs> setting up any dystopian society. Like, hers would be so bad. Like, if, it, it if, it would if be we're like...
0: following the metaphor of moving the blood from one faction to the other. Like, no. No. Literally. I mean, like, haven't you, like...
1: Oh, I'm not... No. 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 Okay. Yeah, no. Anyway, uh, Tris decides to... I
0: just think you could raise your hand and say... Team Blue. Yeah, you
1: could, but that's not a ceremony, Amanda. Could be. We do dumb ceremonies, too. It could be. I guarantee you, you partake in some dumb ceremonies sometimes. Yeah, but I'm not making a movie about it, am I? Yeah, but still. Yet. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, she decides that she's going to leave her home of abnegation and become... Dauntless.
0: Because she likes running, she likes climbing, and she likes tight pants.
1: Well, and, you know, she likes... She's not very good at thinking about others. Even though she did test as someone who thinks about others. But there's a lot of inconsistency in this plot. Yes. So she joins Dauntless, and Dauntless turns out to be a bunch of absolute... Lunatics that want to kill off their initiates, it's because like because you... that's helpful to society,
0: so if you imagine there being an isolated group of people who all consist of people who believe in the alpha male uh kind of alpha versus beta <laughs> like wolf pack dynamics thing, mhm um. And also all believed they were alphas. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then put some other idiots who believed they were alphas in charge of that group to test how alpha they are.
1: Sure. Yeah, that is kind of it. Anyway, she has to jump on a moving train. Because ride- the trains, the tra- and this is in the, the book, The trains too. don't stop. No, because I think in the book, like, no one's driving them. Okay. And like they just keep moving when the catastrophe happened, the trains just didn't stop.
0: Hmm. Cool.
1: I don't know. They they
0: found some kind of energy source. Yeah. Yeah. I I was you know, there's no crafters faction. Who's making all these mirrors that no one's looking into?
1: Amnity. Which one's Amnity? The farming one. They farm. Do they make mirrors? Oh, did you see all the woodworking that was over there?
0: That's not a mirror. You know they did. That's not a Uh, mirror. They made the
1: mirrors. Those are two different mediums. Okay. so They probably go harvest mirrors out of the ruins of old Chicago. (laughs)
0: Probably. So like the very helpful group can't like find it in themselves to find a train conductor when like the alpha male pack is like, yeah, and we teach courses in tattooery. Yeah. And also we practice medicine, even though none of us are scientists. <laughs> Unless the medicine is just putting them on a cot in a room,
1: which is really all that we saw. Oh my gosh, the plot holes. The plot holes! Anyway, Triss has to compete for a spot to be dauntless, or she's going to wind up factionless.
0: Actually, it does make more sense, though, that the, the, the no, factions doesn't. were entirely divided because... The no, dauntless doesn't. could not put up railing to save their lives, and none of the helpful people were allowed in. <laughs> and they're the only ones qualified if they have, you know, stewardship of wood and mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> Things are making more sense
1: now. Sure, <laughs> sure. Anyway, she has to compete for a slot, and so she. Uh, is pretty bad at it at first but then with the because special attention from her teacher that's very sexy time because also dauntless to be dauntless there's no m- minimum weight oh and weight classifications or you know yeah and they have to show their skill in the weirdest martial art practice i've ever seen which appeared to be banging on things with your forearms yeah <laughs> like
0: having your forearms in a also they like people who take initiative and like step outside the line sometimes but they want really really good soldiers
1: yeah they don't have uh like it, it, it does not like it's compute.
0: A, it's a cult, but it's a bad cult.
1: Well, yeah, it's because it's completely make-believe and doesn't have any grounding. I, and this is and why... And you
0: cast dispersions at my licking of the blood idea.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I do. A dispersion on you. <laughs> no. Okay, so she gets better with the help of the sleeping with teacher thing that she's got going on.
0: I guess in the novel, the age gap wasn't as big.
1: I, yeah, I don't remember, like in the novel, I thought she remembered him. Like, because in the movie, he had also come from the faction that she was, in. this is so convoluted. Anyway, it's very
0: stupid. She but should th- she
1: should have recognized him because he lived nearby when she was growing up, but she didn't, which would indicate that the age gap is gap is actually enormous.
0: Well, and him being like an officer in the military and her teacher. And her teacher. Yeah, it's and very And the actor, I guess, was 10 years older than the character he was cast to play. So he also looks older than what they would have initially gone for, apparently.
1: That Well, his age actually looked appropriate to the rank he had in that society. Yeah, in
0: that society. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, like, it's written stupid. But then the relationship was just... Uh, okay all kinds of so
0: basically what happens is eventually it turns out that the dauntless are going to be mind controlled to take over a faction from another faction because the factions don't like the other factions and but the the divergent
1: faction the people that are divergent can't be mind controlled because they trip really well they're gonna find them and they're gonna kill them
0: yes on top of killing all the other people that they don't need to maintain their society because they're low on resources but all of these soldiers that they've had for years in training and all that kind of stuff against a force that hasn't been present can't go and like move the boundaries of their little barrier out so they have access to like more farmland and more resources no yeah exactly no it's no you gotta you gotta kill half of your administration
1: Well, I think what it turns out later on in the books is that the fence isn't to keep anything out. It's actually to keep those wackos in. Well, like the society outside is doing fine and just doesn't want any of them in it.
0: Again, making more sense. Yeah. So, Chicago. I know. Of course. Um, I did like the wind turbines on the buildings. It's like, oh, yeah, the Windy City. Yeah, I see.
1: So, apart from it having a way too convoluted plot that had plot lines off of plot lines that were all just, it was almost like they were writing it and like, how do I cause conflict now? How about I cause some conflict now? You know, there wasn't, like, a through line going there.
0: Well, it was really important that they have all the action, but also show how the romance um, helps Triss, like, develop as a character. Is what it said on one of the writers said on Wikipedia. Oh,
1: that makes sense. Um, and they
0: had the- to to fit the whole world and universe into in one two-hour long movie. All
1: right, so I feel like... There is one big, glaring, obvious, low-hanging fruit thing to complain about this movie, and that's the uh, the same situation with the Sorting Hat thing. The like the people have one attribute, mm. and that is their entire personality. Yeah, yeah. And it takes a really special person to have more than one attribute i'm good at running and i can do
0: math look at me ma yeah (laughs) i'm divergent
1: yeah yeah and (laughs) the main character apparently didn't have any aptitude for kindness or honesty which is like okay but she's really selfless yeah no kindness or honesty but brave and selfless And and smart has an aptitude for
0: scientific rigor But also not lawful. Okay, so here's some of the other BS. What do
1: you mean not lawful? Donliss is the police force.
0: Yeah, but there's uh, the judicial force.
1: What's the Candor.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right? Okay, so there's the police force. And at one point, because of this ranking system, not unlike law school, some of the other trainees try to kill her (laughs) so they can move up in the rank. Yeah. And, uh... Apparently, that's not a law that needs to be enforced, is the don't try to kill other people in your faction.
1: Well, you know, only the strong survive.
0: Yeah. So I'm like, okay, but what laws are they enforcing then? Like, what laws are they enforcing?
1: The 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 laws amanda the the ones they that's the ones that they enforce oh, okay. those ones okay i was a little unclear also yeah.
0: it's like sure you put the trainees through the, the the works and really like feel out like who's the brave one here who's too much of a bookworm or whatever but you have to like there has to be a stairwell somewhere like they're able to drive in supply trucks to where the dauntless live. You're telling me the only way to get into the dauntless stronghold is by jumping onto and then off of a train onto a roof that's been coated in gravel, which is the natural environment of gravel rooftops.
1: No, that's that was <laughs> no, that was their um that was their initiation entrance. I know. Which but is- like when she's sneaking back in, she was sneaking back in through the initiation entrance because it wasn't the front door, it wasn't guarded, it wasn't their I, usual entrance.
0: Oh uh, here's my other here's my other issue with the initiation is uh Beatrice Tris and her brother Duck. Caleb. Whatever. <laughs>
1: Duck. Yes. Fine. Caleb the- whatever.
0: <laughs> um get um sorted at the same sorting. Which appears to happen once a year. And I'm like, okay, so either they're twins, which does not come up once, or they were born incredibly close together. Possible.
1: Um, but, like... They call that Irish twins. No comment. Um,
0: <laughs> and... So to me, if you're trying to run a society with low resources as efficiently as possible, you do some kind of apprenticeship program and you'd take on to your faction new initiates as they age into it. So you're not having to pull away from your usual programs to go train 32
1: yahoos all at once. Oh yeah, no, there was no flow... Of logic no. in the organization of this like to me the author never took the opportunity to like address any social realities whatsoever uh they built an oppression fantasy that included elements of like uh strength being uh a virtue mm-hmm. in a way that is they kind of tried to make fascist, but also it was actually at the hands of the smart people.
0: Yeah. Which is just like, and, oh, really? The training? You- and the
1: oppressed people were the selfless ones who were very much like, I don't know.
0: We're in charge, but we ask for nothing. Yeah. And like, they have a thriving textile thing. Which definitely. Because s- they are able to burn their old factions clothes. I'm like, hmm, low on resources? Sorry, I'm banging the table.
1: Yeah. They uh but the 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 one that they attack is like the service minded people, the people who don't think about themselves. But they're not
0: kind.
1: W- yeah, but that <laughs> it's this it's very much like um to me it screamed religious conservatism. Yes it did. Like, the evangelical... Because
0: they shun vanity. Uh uh Uh-huh. And they have kids really fast.
1: Yeah, it was like a, a, a very, like...
0: And they wear simple clothes. Church ideal. And they don't work for a living. They just serve the poor, which to me says, like, universal basic income, communism. So what's up with
1: these factionless? They're also just kind of homeless.
0: But, like... These other people who don't have jobs besides helping the homeless aren't homeless. Seems like the homeless should maybe get a job helping the homeless.
1: They they do have jobs. They they were the government. They they run. Not all of them. That's what their faction did,
0: though. They live in
1: houses that are part of their faction land. They're all communal and i guess maybe that's part of the bad thing to, like the well so sort of the 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 dauntless right that's part of the deal they're communal yes
0: maybe they're just sexier about it so it's okay
1: though i don't know what you're saying i don't well like each one of the factions are communal Yeah. And each one of them serves a purpose and abnegation does serve the homeless and uh you know other service things but they're also the government
0: well then they should have been overthrown because they sucked at it yeah so actually yeah so
1: what is the message there that's my point like what is the message there
0: well first of all she's very special
1: okay she's so special she's afraid of
0: birds i guess i found out because amy had read the books
1: I'm just like... No, because you're supposed to have seen her fear. The first fear that happens is attacked by birds. The first... Her fear. She gets the tattoo before she's attacked by birds. That was a simulation showing her greatest fears. And she went for the bird tattoo. Which she would have known was one of her greatest fears already. I think it was a newly
0: previously undiscovered fear of the birds I love have turned on me.
1: I don't think so. I don't think it was <laughs> anyway.
0: She was very basic. She was like the most basic, but the most special of girls in the movie. <gasps> it's like I'm the most basic and the most unique. It, Look yeah. at my bird tattoo.
1: I yeah. Uh, I have
0: straight blonde hair, and I'm very weak, but I'm so unique. You guys,
1: it it's they fell into almost every single trope teacher thinks i'm really bad at what i do
0: but he's also paying a lot of special attention to me and i'm very unique
1: Mm -hmm. not like the other girls not at all yeah and
0: they're all smart and strong and stuff but i'm just unique
1: yeah so in the uh uprising that tries to take out abnegation uh her family her her mom and dad are both shot and killed And I thought this one was interesting because uh, there's the whole uh, kill your mother trope in, in fiction, right? Where in order for the main character to be free, their parents have to die, right? Like that's part of the character development that they're able to let go of the ties that bind and they... Or go out into the world of free animal. But she had already done that before they killed her parents.
0: Yes. So, like... But only after what? she found out her mom was sort of cool, though. Right, right. So, like, when the bond would have been strongest, they took it away. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. But, and,
0: and, and, you know, like, what does she do to progress the plot? Like, the whole government takeover plot substantially. Like, really, uh, she's saved multiple times by other people. It's like, surprise, I'm cool. You never knew. And then, at one point, she decides she's the cool one. But all the other stuff saving her hide, totally, like, I'm just calling it weak writing is what I'm calling
1: it. Yeah, but but that trope, too, that I am special. Mm. And, and this one, I think, because the whole chosen well, one narrative, the whole chosen one narrative, is a classic uh, literary trope. It is that is a beloved staple in uh, American film, right? Yeah, and and shows up in all kinds of things. And they somehow did it so bad <laughs> that it was really clear. Because the other chosen, like the, even the
0: chosen ones, because there was more than one Divergent person, just were very stupid. Yeah. Like, just a lot of stupidity, which is, I think, the problem you get when your society largely depends on teenagers.
1: <laughs> so, what I... Uh, when I see the whole chosen one narrative playing out mm. in in most films, or books even, the way my brain processes it to enjoy it still, okay? Because mm. cause tropes get old, but yes. I like bad things, and this is how my brain handles this specific trope Mm -hmm. it says well we're not telling a story about a guy and just seeing what happens to him we're telling a story about the person who saved the world here and this is where their story starts so i'm able to go you know it's not necessarily that this person was like special special chosen it's just that the person that did the interesting thing did was less interesting before they did an interesting thing and this is how the story goes. You know, like, it's not by chance that we're on this character and that's okay, so right?
0: So you write your own internal fanon of these stories. While, like, you kill the author immediately.
1: Yes. Ooh. Okay. Yes. Ew. So I kill the author immediately. I am not able to do that with this story.
0: Yeah. You're like, this is a biased retelling.
1: Yeah, because this this character was not just an average character that did extraordinary things. And I wasn't able to buy that we were just seeing the beginning of the extraordinary person's story, mm-hmm. right? This came off from the beginning as someone's ham-handed fantasy play about what they would do if they were the most special in the worst place. I'll
0: tell you what, I'd do a lot better
1: than she did. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Like she sucked it up a lot.
1: So, I mean, honestly, all right, points in favor of this movie. All right? At Oh, you have some. Yes. Okay, okay my point in favor of this movie is sometimes when you're so bad at doing one of these tropes it makes it a very good opportunity for people to break the trope that's cuz that's what happened to me reading orson scott card post-enders game series mm. when he got super conservative and like really stupid mm. and was still writing the i'm the super smart genius character and his characters were so inherently based off of unreal logic that the super smart character trope broke entirely it's why i don't enjoy sherlock Holmes. it's why i don't enjoy like house uh orson scott card by the nature of his absolutely atrocious post enders game writing destroyed the very concept of the super smart hero for me we
0: cannot suspend your disbelief for i it. can
1: no longer suspend my disbelief for it yeah he broke the fourth wall and it doesn't go back up and this is kind of like that for the super special person yeah yeah because there isn't really a reason that they're special other than they can process more than one emotion at once not even one
0: emotion one virtue yeah i can be selfless and kind at the same time, maybe. Yeah. I trip really well. I can lucid dream.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sometimes when I'm asleep and I'm dreaming, I know I'm asleep and I'm dreaming.
1: (laughs) Especially if right before I dream, uh, somebody says, you're going to dream now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) It hurts. It does.
0: But do you you see what
1: I mean? Like, as far as, like, trope breaking goes, this one was so bad.
0: It was so bad, but um, not bad enough to break it. For you? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she's still rewarded with, like, being the rebel.
1: Oh, see, it does, like, how her story plays out doesn't... have a any effect on me once the trope breaks. Mm. Like the trope breaks just because the writing is so poor on that trope that the obviousness of this is a trope becomes so clear.
0: Well yeah, it's very very obvious and very clear. That doesn't mean the, the entire film isn't...
1: That's what breaks the trope yeah. is what I'm saying for me.
0: Yeah, well, I mean I don't subscribe to the trope I've seen it done better but that doesn't mean it's one I agree with or necessarily relate to Yeah, like generally speaking I'm just not watching movies like The Divergent because that's not a kind of story that interests me
1: yeah okay so a few things and I think part of the reason that I wanted to talk about this is because this was a book that I enjoyed Mm. and you know, I remember being annoyed with the movie when I first saw it.
0: <laughs> I can
1: remember uh-huh. being annoyed with the movie when I first saw mm-hmm. it. Um, I haven't read the book in a while, though, so I don't know if I was annoyed just by the way they looked funny to me or that it really wasn't faithful to the book in a way that upset me somehow yeah. at the time. But <clears throat> a couple things. This book did not come out while I worked at the bookstore. Oh, it came Amy! Out after. Oh, Amy. Yes. Oh. So, I just enjoyed reading, um, what's it called? Young adult, dystopian. Yes. Fiction, right? It was a popular genre. Yeah, and I still enjoy Hunger Games.
0: Yeah, but uh, and Hunger Games doesn't. I'm reading do, that with my son right now. It doesn't do the very very special person thing. No, it doesn't do that. No, it kind of
1: does the average Joe that gets with enough put networking into an extraordinary situation, yeah,
0: networking and marketing are the end all be all, yeah, which hey,
1: yeah, that yeah, she winds up being a pawn mm-hmm. of the revolutionary movement in yeah. that one, yeah, um,
0: it's it's got more thought in it as to how it works. and you're not. In- well, and it
1: was built around concepts of things that ha- humans have done in a society.
0: Yeah. It, you're not in the coal mining group because you're naturally like, good at coal mining. It's because they that's have- where
1: the coal is. And that's what your lot does. It's a class system. Yes.
0: It's not. Well, you have a kind heart and can see in the dark a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You should go work in the coal mines.
1: Yeah. Yeah so um that that tro that genre I mean, I know i I think this to me, this series must have been what kind of made people jump over and go, "Hey, we'll just write a whole bunch of dystopian fiction now because Hunger Games was successful, and then Divergent jumped in, and that was relatively successful, and then it kind of just snowballed into dystopian fantasy everywhere oh yeah um, like with
0: the ugly series
1: right so not all dystopias are created equal no because this one is founded on something happened once somewhere maybe yeah in chicago and, and i also think later on in the books they start to deal with like the people that they left in the cage were broken somehow and could only experience one virtue at a time. Ew. And then those that kind of got over it would escape and they could join the real world. Nasty. Yeah, it was really... What the heck was that supposed to say? Nasty.
0: Also, like, they mentioned something about having the fence up to keep out monsters. It's like...
1: Yeah, they don't know why they're in there. The fence is up to keep them in there.
0: Have you have you ever seen The Village? is that the <laughs> twisty man Is that the... m night yeah yeah no oh okay well yeah it's a movie too
1: <laughs> yeah yeah um but no i think that i one of the things that i personally had to overcome was the you're not like the other girls
0: oh my goodness Oh, see, and my upbringing was such that I was like, please let me be one of the other girls. Please stop paying attention to me.
1: Yeah. But no, it was very, like, this, mm. seeing it now, mm-hmm. I think, oh, I've actually made a lot of progress mm-hmm. on not being, like, combative with other women.
0: See, and that's one of the things that kept popping up in my head watching this um, as little as I could get away with, I felt. I did not enjoy this movie the first time I saw it. Um, To quote TikTok youth, she seemed like a real pick-me girl.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And from the perspective of a pick-me girl. Uh-huh. So very, very sympathetic. And yeah, they should pick her. She's special, dang it. (laughs) And her hair is so pretty. And tall guy likes her. Why don't you like her?
1: (laughs) Uh, I can't believe you. Yeah. But it did did have not like the other girls' vibes, didn't it? Mm -hmm. And when you see things in in your media that are reinforcing that, you know, just stick in there honey. You we know you're not one of the uh, like the other girls and it's going to be really hard for you because people won't like you because you're not like the other girls and you're so very special and if you just keep being your special self, you're going to special above it all and probably save the day at some and undefined time. You can
0: sell MLM
1: cosmetics. <laughs> yes you can you can be
0: your own boss
1: <laughs> yeah cuz you're very special um and for people who struggle with maybe fitting in mm-hmm. and that whole you're special has a tendency to be one of the things that they go to like yeah you're
0: just better you're just you know you're not understood yeah you're just
1: y- you, so... you're a better than all of them mm-hmm. yeah so, getting over that, and then watching something that's like, oh, woof. Woof. It is
0: very woof indeed.
1: Yeah. That might be my ubrick.
0: Yeah, I was, I was going to say, that's a good one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Amanda was trying to share with me while we were watching the movie uh, what her uh, fear fantasy no. landscape... <laughs> Would in fact look like. <laughs> and judging by her giggling right now, I feel like she needs to share.
0: Well, so a big part of the movie is just like, how good are you at tripping? Not too good, I hope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and like, first they train you up physically. And then they're going to train you mentally by just like having you speed run nightmares. Basically, yeah. It's like, speedrun your top five biggest fears. Get really good at doing that. It'll be super relevant in the real world. <laughs> Put it on your resume. I got good at fighting birds off <laughs> when I'm high. <laughs> real real what? battle you're strategy. Sit, you're sitting
1: down for an interview and tell me about a, a struggle that you've overcome in your life. <laughs> Dream birds. <laughs> Anywho,
0: um, like, just ignoring all the obvious real life oh, traumas. Oh, no,
1: yeah, and then one of her biggest fears is being raped by her. by the teacher that she's got a relationship kind of with. And she's like, "I'm not afraid of that." Mm. I was
0: like, "Okay, well, maybe reevaluate," because seems like you are. Like that ranked. Just under having to kill your family, yeah, <laughs> which she had no problem which with, which was quite she sped run killing her family, yeah, just like, oh, yeah, I'll follow orders,
1: yeah, <laughs> no problem.
0: I love killing the innocent,
1: yeah, yeah, all right, anyway, you're... anyway,
0: anyway, so like, ignoring like all of the, like the obvious like trauma and abuse and stuff that people go through in real life, um. Based on my recurring dreams that I don't have while drugged, if I were in that scenario of having to like speed run my biggest fear, like subconscious fears, mine would be being handed a child and being told it's mine and my gut reaction being, oh man, I've been a terrible parent and then followed up with, wait, I've never had a kid. Where'd they get this kid from? (laughs) stole someone's kid and now i gotta deal with it (laughs) that would be like number two or or one on the scenarios (laughs) if i were in the divergent world (laughs) just based on
1: like you know dreams i remember yeah the i've abandoned my child for so many years wait a minute i've never had a child (laughs) Oh no, this just got worse somehow. <laughs> we were just getting so
0: attached. Yeah. Now it's like why am I associating with these random people who have a child a spare child to claim as mine? Um you know, so oddly specific fears, I think you you'd see like a lot more interesting stuff than like the guy who's both afraid of heights and small spaces. It's like pick one bruh yeah you're just afraid
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah <laughs> the last thing i want to 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 share with the audience from our uh viewing of the movie is at one point the teacher guy takes off his shirt so tris can see his cool tattoo which has all the symbols of the different factions on it and i uh, My immediate response was, he got a tattoo that says, we live in a
1: society. (laughs) And I was like, no, he got a tattoo that says, I'm a divergent. (laughs) But like, if someone else saw it, I'd claim, oh yeah, I
0: just really appreciate how we have a society (laughs) to like, you know, go under the radar. (laughs) He's just really patriotic.
1: (laughs) Oh my word. It's a Uh, big tattoo. (laughs) like i said i just could not i i did not recall that movie being that bad i i remember it being a little obnoxious to me when i first saw it but this was the kind of bad that like that book couldn't have been a good source material there's no way no 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 well and it was so much worse the second day let me like i can't imagine oh my word you're telling me two hours of that
0: wasn't fully engaging? <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> well, we've heard your
1: ubrick. Yeah. Woof. What's yours, Amanda?
0: Mine is... uh. Bow wow. That's a rough one.
1: I feel like that was some big I'm copying Amy energy you brought to that
0: what if I was yes anding
1: (laughs) I don't think you were yes anding you need that improv class yes (laughs) and badly no oh (laughs) oh Oh. failure
0: no and or nope nope (sighs) nope nope Uh, All alright I I told you so I don't know (laughs) It was bad, and we agreed on why it was bad. We did. Woof the Ubrick.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, I do want to remind everyone that we are professionals. Don't watch these at home twice. Shut up.